Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. We are back on California School News Radio, and we've got robotics on our mind, specifically Monrovia Unified School District Robotics. For the first time ever, the district is sending two robotics teams from the First Tech First Tech World Robotics Championship in Houston, Texas, on April 17th through the 20th. Here with us, and we have a lot of people here, uh, on the phone is Tom Dobson, physics teacher and robotics director at Monrovia High. How are you doing, Tom? Hello, I'm doing good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Thank you for joining us. Uh, also with us in the studio are Clifton Middle School Director of Robotics, Paul Flores. Uh, how you doing, Paul? Great to be here, Kevin. Thank you very much. And uh, as well as a couple of representatives of the two teams going, uh, I should mention the kings and queens of Monrovia High School. And we have Zach Sinkowski of Monrovia High representing uh, the kings and queens. How you doing, Zach? It's doing well. And in the bullpen is Ian Hughes of the Hippie Bots of the Clifton Middle School. They'll also be traveling to Houston. We'll talk to you in just a few minutes there, Ian. Uh, good to have you as well. So, Tom, we will start with you. You've been involved in district robotics since the beginning. And to say that Monrovia is on the leading edge of robotics in Southern California, I think it's a bit of an understatement. So tell us briefly how it all got started there. Well, I think we started about uh, 2010, and I had a a parent come to me and say, Mr. Dobson, you really ought to have a robotics team at the high school. And, and some uh, grant money came around at that time. And so uh, asked around and got about nine kids together. And they, um, we started together, kind of bootstrapped our way up, didn't really know what we were doing, uh, but had a really good time that first year. And then since then, we've grown to, uh, we have six teams at the high school right now. Uh, and uh, we serve almost, uh, this year, about 70 students. Wow, so, the, so it has really grown, and, and you, you've been involved in these leagues. I was just talking about this with, with Paul. What, what, it's not just a robotics class. Uh, it's leagues, it's competition, uh, and, and how did you uh, get involved with that? Was that something that happened the first year, or did it take a couple of years to get your, get your program going so that you were able to compete with the, uh, with the other teams? Yeah, it's an after-school program, so it's, it's not a class. It's all after-school, so the kids are coming in on their own time and, and putting in tons of hours uh, building robots. Uh, the leagues, uh, we started that uh, from the beginning, uh, so that was our first, uh, you know, that's kind of the motivation for the kids, why they want to build a robot is so they can go compete and show how good their uh, stuff is. Uh, and so from the beginning, we've been in the, in the FTC uh, First Tech Challenge uh, League. Uh, actually, it was qualifying tournaments back then, but now it's the league format. So a little bit different, but pretty much the same. And let's uh, mention, because we have the Kings and Queens, and, we, uh, and but some of the other uh, teams that you have there at uh, Monrovia, also the, the Droid Knots. Uh, the suit bots. Uh, what are the what are the teams that uh, that you have? Uh, we have Team Loki. Uh, we have Graveyard Shift, and we have Spectrum, and the two that you mentioned. And then also uh, from Clifton Middle School, the Hippie Bots, and we're going to bring on uh, Paul Flores now. Uh, talk about that. You're the robotics director at Clifton. Uh, uh, how did you get involved in in robotics? I, I know it's because you had a lot of robotics experience uh, to start, right? 
Oh, yeah. So uh, my first day at Clifton, I get an email from my principal uh, asking if I was interested in starting the uh, robotics club, but, you know, competitive teams. I was like, what? I was a, a history teacher and a football coach. So I was like, really? What? So really that first year was, you know, just a deer in headlights, just trying to stay, you know, one day ahead of the kids as we would meet and build program design robots. Uh, we, needless to say, we had a very simple robot that year. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow at that uh, qualifying tournament, we were uh, an alliance captain and competitive. Uh, we've always found ways to be competitive and uh, just, you know, compete with the big boys. And, and what does it take, uh, Paul and, and, and Tom, so to build a robot, and specifically to build a robot to compete in these particular uh, uh, contests, uh, what, kind of, how, what does it, how long does it take? Like from, from, you start from scratch, uh, you start with some kind of designs that you, you find and, and, and build piece by piece. So, yeah, you literally start with nothing. Uh, there's a game introduced every September. And it gives you the objectives of the game. And then from there, you just have to design a robot that achieves those objecti- objectives to score the most points as possible. Um, so it takes a good four five months to get to where you have a robot that's good enough to you know, compete at ILTs, have an opportunity to win at regionals, and go beyond that. So there's a lot of time involved with the design, building, and programming of the robot. Um, and so that's a lot of uh, time after school. Uh, Zach will bring uh, Zap. Uh, Simkowski in here now, member of the Kings and Queens. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing well, thank you. So uh, you are in your third year in robotics, but you are on Kings and Queens now, but you started off with the hippie bots. Uh, so th- so you, you've been around this process for a while. Uh, what made you want to join the robotics program? Well, well, at first, my brothers were joining, and I saw that, and I thought it was super cool. I saw them build and design their own robots to compete in this specific program, this specific challenge every year. And I thought that was so cool. So uh, I joined when I was in eighth grade on the Hippie Bots. And from there, we just, we did what I said. We design, we build, and we program to compete in this competition, which changes every year. And I just think that's really cool because you get to see yourself design and build something completely on your own. Yeah, and... and uh... It's not just designing and building because everybody has a everybody on the team has a specific role, uh, correct? Uh, what, what what roles have you played uh, throughout throughout your years? Well, personally, in the beginning, on the first year of robotics, I helped design and build. But as I've gone through, I've turned more into designing through CAD programs, mm-hmm. and then also I like to three D print a lot. Okay, does uh, does uh, Monrovia High have a uh, have a three D printer? Uh, is it do, are, are you using that one too? Yeah, we oh. have three different three D printers, and we use them a lot. Okay, they're... what do you like to? What do, What are some of the things that you've you've designed for the for the three D printer? Well, every year we work on designing the entire robot so that we can see how pieces fit together. Okay, and then if we need to, we can three D print individual parts, such as a marker holder, which is part of the game. And and one of the. Uh... Another one of the aspects, well, there's two other aspects of the first tech. One is the fact that you're not just building robots. You are developing a path towards uh, what, they, what they call gracious professionalism. Uh, and, and there's all kinds of different awards that you can win uh, above and beyond just competing. Uh, the Inspire Award, uh, the Design Award. Uh, did the, the kings and queens of the hippie bots uh, come away with any other additional awards at this last, uh, besides advancing to the world championship? 
So uh, at the Interleague Tournament, the Kings and Queens actually took home the big prize of the Inspire Award okay. for pretty much best overall robotics team, not just building, designing, programming robots, but reaching out into the community, giving back to the community and spreading the idea of robotics and STEM, uh, making connections with professionals in the community and beyond that to help their sustainability and for the kids to learn you know, more advanced things as far as engineering is concerned. So they uh, really spread their wings and bring in people and help a lot of people. Yeah, and I, I think that's – communication is the key, especially moving forward. Uh, uh, um, and, and you've got to have that. But the, really the coolest thing is that all of the teams dress up. Now, that's, that's correct. The hippie bots are hippies. Uh, the droid knots are droid – the suit bots wear the suits. The kings and queens, of course, have the very regal – uh, gowns and robes, which you wear at every competition, correct? Yes. So what was it like to transition from being a hippie to a kink? <laughs> Step up, huh? <laughs> and uh, did, was, that, was that a problem? I mean, because, you know, the hippies are all for peace and love, and then, you know, the kings and queens rule by decree, so. <laughs> well, it was kind of, kind of like a jerk. So on the hippie bots, we just wore shirts to be as a team. We wore tie-dye, but then on the kings and queens, we have to wear these whole attires, just like medieval knights. So that was, it's more of a together, togetherness thing as a team. So we all look the same, and it's kind of weird wearing, wearing this thing that distinguishes you from the rest of the teams. Okay, and this is something that you also like on game days. You like wear, like, you know, when the football team wears their jersey um, to class on the day of the, of the, do you guys wear your gowns and everything when you, when you come to school? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Well, as far as the hippie bots are concerned, they actually have some pretty nice sweatshirts with a pretty cool design on the left. Uh, we've incorporated the uh, red, white, and blue as part of the tie-dye and everything we do since we have represented America twice abroad, uh, including a championship in Europe. So right. that red, white, and blue has become part of our, you know, a mainstay of our uh, uh, uniform, as you put it. Right, and uh, um, we do want to, uh, the, this might be the first uh, world Championship for the Hippie Bots. You've already participated in, in China, and you've already participated in the Netherlands. Um, those are that's incredible. And you and 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 Zach, you went to the Netherlands, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, we we just have about a minute left. Uh, sorry, Tom. Uh, I, I think we've kind of forgotten about you. Oh, um, that's okay. Paul's <laughs> got it. Um, uh, but uh, uh, Zach, just to briefly uh, tell, what was that experience like? Well, it was amazing. It was yeah. the first time I've been in Europe, uh-huh. which was really cool to me. But also, it's, it was even cooler because we were participating in a robotics competition that we ourselves got to through our own hard work and dedication. Yeah, and you've been to Europe one more time than I have, so consider yourself uh, uh, very lucky. But I don't believe that will be your last, uh, your last tournament. Uh, uh, before we go, we've got about 30 uh, seconds uh, Zach, anything else that uh, uh, excites you about uh, going to Houston uh, for this world championship? Well, I just think that it'll be a lot of fun going as a team. Like I said, it's something that we all worked on for many months from the start of this season. Mm-hmm. And then how do you transport the robot, or do you have to make a robot there? <laughs> we, we transport it, uh, luggage, uh, a crate, or some teams even just ship it. So I think both of the Monrovia teams are going to put it on the point. Okay. Well, let's uh, pause. We'll take a pause right now. We'll go to a break. We're uh, California School News Radio. We're at uh, Monrovia Unified School District Robotics from Clifton Middle School and Monrovia High School. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned.
want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get to the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the Internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to the program. We are California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. Welcome to the program, Drew. Drew Slosberg? Not yet? Okay, well, we have our guests. Uh, we are uh, in Monrovia Unified School District, the robotics program. Uh, we have uh, Tom Dobson, uh, uh, nope. Director of Robotics at Monrovia High. Welcome back, Tom. Nope. Hello. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome back uh, uh, to you, Paul Flores, uh, Director of Robotics at Clifton yeah. Middle School. And with us now also is uh, uh, Clifton Middle School student, 
Ian Hughes, and he is a member of the Hippie Bot. So welcome to California School News Radio to you, Ian. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, uh, I know that you are not shy. Uh, you may be a little bit shy here, but uh, during the competition, because I've seen you, and you have the laser-like focus. So what, uh, let's just, uh, uh, what was your interest in robotics, and what are you doing on the, on the Hippie Bots that makes them so good? Well, it's not really just me. You know, it's a whole mm. team effort. So uh, me personally, I'm like a designer and builder on the Hippie Bots, but, you know, at competitions, we all have our different roles. I'm the drive coach for the drive team, so there's two drivers and a drive coach. And at competitions, I just try and, you know, you know, work the best I can and try and lead, you know, the team. And in general, it's like it's not just one person. It's not just, you know, two people. It's like the whole team and the whole team's efforts in order to be successful, so... Well, and the hippie bots have been incredibly successful uh, over the years. So you're joining a team that has a great, great history here. Tom, let's uh, bring you back on here. Uh, uh, just kind of briefly, let's go over just what exactly the tournaments are like because it can be a little confusing. There's alliances uh, and there's preliminary rounds and later rounds. And so uh, just what are the kids faced with when they, when they do these tournaments? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk just about the um, the regional championship tournament. Um, okay. The yeah. league meets before that are a little bit different. Um, a lot of similarities, but a little bit different. So at the regional championships, the kids show up um, starting about 8 o'clock. They have uh, in- robot inspections and field inspections where they're having their robots checked out and made sure that they're uh, in compliance. Uh, and then um, during that same period, they're, they're having... Uh, judge interviews, so they're being judged. So they have a 15-minute panel session where uh, the team goes in front of three judges and they ask them various questions about design and uh, outreach and that sort of thing. Uh, and so the morning is taken up with inspections and judging. Then around 10 o'clock we have opening ceremonies, and then we start our uh, qualifying rounds. Uh, the qualifying rounds are what determine who becomes the alliance captains. And so the qualifying rounds go for uh, until about 2, 3 o'clock. Uh, each team has five qualifying matches. Based on those five qualifying matches, uh, four alliance captains are picked, or four captains are picked, uh, the top four-ranked uh, robotics teams. And then they go ahead and pick or choose the other two members of their alliance. And so you end up with uh, on... Each division, there's two divisions that are doing this, each division ends up with four alliances made up of three teams each, the captain, the first pick, and the second pick. Uh, At the uh, championships, uh, the kings and queens and the hippie bots were both chosen by their alliance captain. Um, I believe it was the number one alliance, and they ended up uh, going through and beating all the other alliances and winning the tournament. Yeah, and the rest is and the rest is history. Uh, Drew, are you with us? I am with us, and uh, thank you Drew for Drew Slosberg. Yes, yes, it was a long lunch, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, technology issues uh, are are a bearer. So uh, first, I want to uh, address this uh, to, to Ian. Ian, uh, congratulations on all your great work on the ro- robotics. Uh, question for you: uh, Do you want to go into some type of career with robotics? Uh, yeah, I think I want to probably go into something, you know, in, engi- in the engineering field because robotics has really, like, opened up uh, interest in, you know, mechanical things and, you know, like robotics and stuff in general. Like, my dad is a uh, 
engineer at NASA, so that's also kind of been an inspiring factor. And I think I want to go into something engineering because robotics has helped me kind of learn skills and stuff for that. Right. Do you see yourself uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, down the road also uh, owning your own uh, you know type of a uh, patent or inventing something else with robotics or things we don't even I'm not even sure what even it's going to look like uh, in uh, in ten years from now. Maybe. I mean, who knows? You know, there's a long road ahead. I think as, you know, the world and stuff advances with technology and everything, more people are going to be opened up to STEM and technology and learning new skills. And who knows, you know, maybe I might create some new technology in the future. Maybe, you know, some kid from another robotics team might, like, it's really open and everything. Good. So if you can create some technology that makes sure that – my router at home never goes down. Um, I'm going to buy it right now from you. I'll give you an advance. How's that sound? That would be great. I'll make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll get Tina to start writing up the contracts. Uh, <laughs> she will. Uh, 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 Drew, uh, you know, I, uh, you have any questions for uh, for Paul Flores? Is right here. Yeah, I, I, re- uh, I really do. Paul, have you always been interested in uh, in this field? <laughs> uh, I went to college for history and then uh, <laughs> coached high school varsity football for almost a decade. So this was kind of uh, like, what? You want me to do what? <laughs> but uh, I've taken it full head on. And uh, needless to say, we've definitely had uh, some success some success over the years. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, listen, when you're coaching a football team, obviously you're doing the same thing with your uh, – uh, the kids there, obviously, you need a good uh, mentor and a coach and so forth and to uh, guide and then leadership is such a big uh, a part of this uh, aspect as, w- as well. Um, where do you see uh, this, uh, this going for uh, you and the school uh, down the road? Oh, uh, yeah, well, like you said, a lot of, that's one of the reasons why I think we are successful is I bring a lot of those uh, th- teachable moments and those things that I taught as a football coach to robotics that a lot of people don't have experience with. So I think that definitely gives us an advantage because building and designing robots definitely isn't the heavy bots advantage with me leading the way. Um, and as far as where this goes, I mean, the sky's literally the limit. I mean, I'm still learning. Uh, every year I get a new group, uh, and a lot of people say that, wow, you get a new rookies every year. You never had that turnover. So we're just continuing to progress. The district has been very supportive of uh, both programs, Monrovia High and Clifton. Uh, so as long as we continue to get that support of the district and make sure that we have the technology necessary to be on the cutting edge, uh, we're going to continue to uh, you know, make our mark on the world of robotics. And I, I think that's a, a, an apt analogy because when a football player uh, gets knocked down, you tell them to get right back up. And when a robot gets knocked down, you've got to get it right back up. It's, yeah. uh, and and uh, so... So I think it's it, it's very perfect, and we just about a minute and a half. The, these segments go so quick. Um, I think we would be remiss uh, about talking about robotics in Monrovia without talking about all of the volunteers uh, that help uh, with the programs and everything. I think uh, Tom, um, you have quite a few volunteers that help you run these tournaments when they're at uh, Monrovia High School. Is that correct? Yeah, we put on a number of uh, two tournaments each year at Monrovia High School: the interleague tournament and the um in the league championships, uh, we had, man, it was over 100 volunteers that volunteered right. for the uh, regional championships. Uh, the parents, the support, the people that help us out, uh, it's amazing. 
Yeah, they're bringing food, making the shirt, you know, everything is going on there. And uh, um, I, I do recall uh, one moment because I had wound my way backstage uh, and I had encountered both the Kings and Queens and the Hippie Bots uh, before you had moved out. And as the Hippie Bots were leaving, uh, uh, the, the Kings and Queens, uh, somebody on the team said, you know, uh, inspiring you, go out and show what middle school kids can do. And somebody, and it might have even been you, Ian, says, like, that's what we have been doing. Uh, <laughs> And I just thought, wow, with that kind of confidence, I don't see how you can stop these teams. And now both of you are going to the World Championship. So very, very well done. Uh, good luck in Houston. Unfortunately, we are out of time. So I'd like to thank all of our guests today. Tom Dobson, Monrovia High School. Uh, Paul Flores, Clifton Middle School. Ian Hughes, Clifton Middle School. And Zach Zemkowski, Monrovia High School. Uh, good luck at the World Championships. This has been California School News Radio. Uh, another edition. Please join us every week at the same time, and we will bring you uh, headlines from the world of education. See you next week. Thank you. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What?, Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple. 
and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com.